Zion Williamson's stepfather, Lee Anderson, speaks and gives us a little bit of clarity about what's going on with Zion. So, the question you all want to know, is Zion going to play this year for the New Orleans Pelicans? Well, it's a little complicated. Let's talk about it in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Let's go. You are Locked on Pelicans. Your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts and available on YouTube. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, here with y'all on this Thursday. We got the Zion show I was telling you we were going to talk about. I didn't want to overshadow the moment that the Pelicans had yesterday clinching the play-in tournament and some taste of the postseason. I figured we should just celebrate and not let this kind of take up the room, even though it does. It sucks the oxygen out of the room. Everything when it comes to Zion is the biggest story around this team, no matter what it is. And thank you, by the way, for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every day. We're free and available five days a week for you all, wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Tell a friend about the show, subscribe, and again, make Locked On Pelicans for your first listen every day. It's fun. This is a really great time to be a Pelicans fan. And even the Zion update we just got from Lee Anderson, Zion's stepfather, going on the Jordy Collada show, which was a great get by Jordy. He's an awesome booker. He's always been awesome at getting guests. When he was doing radio up there in Baton Rouge, he got LeVar Ball on his radio show as well. He's always been great on there. Friend of the show. I've been on his show plenty of times as well, known him for years. Good job, Jordy, if you're listening to this. You deserve all the credit on this one. Because we've been waiting to hear something like this for a really long time. Immediately after this, you know, one of the things that I said and others say is like, could Zion say this, right? We want Zion to say this stuff. And at the end of practices, you know, the media can request players. And it's always going to be requesting Zion, and he has declined every time. It's not like people are just kind of reaching out to him. There's obligations from him when he's healthy to speak to the media. And if he plays this season, he certainly will. But he's not talking due to whatever reason, so this is the next closest thing. And you heard in this interview Lee Anderson say we a lot of times. He tried to clarify moments that he wanted to speak for himself, but also said we when referring to Zion a lot. And this interview should make you feel actually pretty good about a lot of things if you're a Pelicans fan. There's some stuff that you should be worried about still. We'll get into that in the second segment and the third segment. But right now, let's start with the positive. One, he thinks Zion wants to play and could play. And the quote is, I expect him to play. I certainly do. If you were to ask Zion, I'm sure he would probably say the same thing. This is huge. This is absolutely huge, regardless of what we're going to get into in the next segment of maybe him and the Pelican staff still not seeing eye to eye and butting heads a little bit. This is big. He had to go to Los Angeles to get an injection in his broken foot to promote healing. We weren't sure how it was healing. There were some rumors of him potentially needing a second surgery. So for him to come out and say, Zion is 110%, and that's a quote he said, you know, he could play right now. There's nothing holding him back is massive. It means the foot is healing. We should be celebrating that in and of itself. That's a wonderful thing. 
That's the biggest thing from this. This is not something that's potentially going to linger. If anything, the only thing that's holding him back is not being cleared to play by the team doctors. We'll get into that one in a minute. That's like a footnote in all of this. It's not that he's had a setback and he's not ready. It's not that it's healing slowly. It's healed, according to him. Hell yeah. Like we, that is something to celebrate. There's a lot of other things said about the franchise, right? I've talked about it a lot. I've talked to Lee before. That there is definitely a, was a rift between Zion and the team, right? I do think he likes New Orleans. I think he's happy to play for the Pelicans. I think the issue was with the medical staff and David Griffin. And then, again, it's been well publicized, especially by me here, right? But it does seem that, you know, this offseason, this season is starting to heal some of that. And maybe it's David Griffin changing a little bit, too. You know, it sounds like they love Willie Green. The quote was, they smacked a walk-off home run. They did an amazing job. Willie Green has come in and righted the ship. Listen to the phrasing, has come in and righted the ship. He means that implies that the ship was not righted before, that things were wrong before. That they didn't look at this as maybe the best well-run organization place that Zion could win. Willie Green comes in and fixes that, and they're feeling good now. Again, it comes to the expectations thing that I talked about last week. This is a moving target. It's allowed to change. You're allowed to change your opinion on things. Oh, we hated it when Stan Van Gundy was here. Now Willie Green's here, and we feel much better because he's a good coach. It's huge that they like Willie Green. You want them to like the head coach. Three coaches in three years is not ideal. But if you get it right on the third one, that can certainly fix a lot of things. And then the moves made during the season and the offseason. Quote, we love the pickups that the Pelicans have made the last month or so. CJ McCollum, right? We're ecstatic about that. We think that with the acquisition, acquisitions they have made, with Zion being on the men 110%, we think the future is very bright in New Orleans right now. Very bright. The right now part's key, right? Maybe they didn't think the future was bright before. And then CJ McCollum comes in and that was a big missing piece. And now they look at this entirely differently. Maybe they look at it and see, oh, Herb Jones is a great guy to have next design. Maybe they think, even if I disagree, that Valanciunas is a great center to pair next design. Maybe they see the emergence of Jackson Hayes and go, yes, this is all starting to come together. And we feel that way too. So why shouldn't they? So if there's another takeaway here, right? One, it's that his foot is healed. Two, it's that they're feeling better about the organization than they were before. The words even say it, right? You can see it plainly in the quotes. Even if he doesn't come out and say, like, things were wrong. We didn't like it. Whatever. Things are better now. And at the end of the day, maybe that's all that matters. And I think that's a really big thing. And then the final quote I'll read here for this part of it is, quote, Zion has sat down with me and expressed how bad he wants to be a part of what's going on. And quote, this speaks to the culture that we talked about yesterday. This speaks to the culture that you've seen out there. They are having so much freaking fun. And Zion wants to be part of that. He said he came back from Portland a month earlier than they were anticipating so that he could be a part of this. That culture stuff has worked. All of that is mending this to a certain degree, to a certain degree. So there's a lot of positives to take away. A whole lot of positives to take away. The culture, Willie Green, the foot healing. Awesome. Like two thumbs up. If I had more thumbs, I would put them up. Uh, you should be thrilled about this sort of thing. Absolutely. But there's still a looming problem. And let's get into what that is coming up next because this could potentially send the situation back to square one. So that's coming up here next in today's episode 
of Locked on Pelicans. Before we do that, though, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is brought to you by BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. So for find all the latest sports developments, including this week's Masters Championships odds, podcasts, and reviews for all the different leagues this season over at BetOnline.net. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. Vegas knew the Pelicans were going to beat the Sacramento Kings. Minus seven. They won by 14. Took care of business in the end. And got a play-in tournament with it. If you thought they were going to take care of business, could have made some money off it betting that minus seven line. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action over at BetOnline.net. BetOnline, where the game starts. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner. And Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every day. We're free and available five days a week wherever you get your podcasts. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast, nightly recaps of every NBA game with analysis from our local experts. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. You cannot get all the context from a box score. You need to know what the local experts are saying. You get it in like 10 minutes or less for every NBA game, both sides, over the Locked On Now podcast. All right, we're continuing to talk about Zion Williamson. Lee Anderson giving an interview on the Jordy Collada show out of Baton Rouge and clears up a lot of things and gives you a lot of reasons to be optimistic. Zion's foot is healing. Hell yeah. They love Willie Green. We all love Willie Green, don't we? They like the moves they made this season. Of course, because they were great moves and there's no reason to hate those sorts of things. And Zion wants to be part of it. Shoot, I wish I was a player on the team because it looks so much fun. All of those are wonderful, positive things. But there is an inherent problem here with some of the stuff that he has said. Zion thinks he can play. Do the Pelicans? That's what this is going to come down. Maybe we'll see it in the injury report today that he's upgraded. Maybe not. But it's a little bit telling that when Zion posted that insane dunk, we did a show about it, the Pelicans didn't promote that in any way at all, right? If Zion was cleared to play five on five and Lee Anderson dodged this question. He was asked by Jordy Collada and he didn't answer it. He deflected. He did not answer if Zion has played five on five. If he was playing five on five and cleared for more team activities, you think the team wouldn't be promoting it? You think there wouldn't be some video from practice of Zion participating in five on five? You think they wouldn't put out a press release? Maybe we get one today. Who knows? If he was doing five on five, they'd be shouting this from the rooftops. It would be everywhere. They would put out a press release saying he's upgraded to do this. Just as simple as that, right? It's insanely good press. They'd sell out the play-in tournament game. There's still tickets available right now. You'd sell out the remaining two games. But they're not doing any of that. So while all of this other stuff might be better, what happens if the Pelicans doctors don't clear him to play? And we get sent back a little bit because this was the issue, as they've said. And in this interview, Lee Anderson said, we don't always see eye to eye. There have been some issues in the past. Issues of the injury stuff. We know this. We know this one. So what if the Pelicans doctors don't clear him to play and Zion thinks he should be playing? That's a problem. Someone's got to bend there and it's Zion needing to accept it 
or the Pelicans needing to just go, okay, go out and play if he's not ready. I think he should play, right? I think he should play. And this interview, if he's healthy, and I'll get to that one in a second, this interview that Lee Anderson is putting out is clearly to put pressure on the team. Clearly to put pressure on the team. If it was really to clear the air, just let Zion speak, right? Like, it's just let Zion speak. It's That's going to fix everything. He's capable of doing it. He can say, yeah, I want to speak to the media after practice one day. Easily, right? So this interview is to clear some things up and put some pressure on the team. And it's working to a degree. I've seen it in the YouTube comments and Twitter mentions. Oh, he shouldn't resign if they're not going to let him play and he wants to play. If he's healthy, play him, right? And to a certain extent, that isn't necessarily wrong. And, you know, listeners who've been with me for a long time, especially at the beginning of the season, know that since the beginning of the year, I said, play him if you could. Even if it's five games, remind the league of what a force he can be. You get fans excited for the season. You make him happy. But they call it game shape for a reason. Not simply being healthy. Someone can dunk like Zion did and not be in game shape. You know, you warm up before you go out and play a game. You warm up and ramp up before you go play a full NBA game and get thrown into that action. And if Zion is not there... He could hurt himself, not just with the foot, but another injury, right? You stretch before you work out, things like that. That applies to Zion too, and he doesn't seem to think that it does. He knows his body better than anyone else. I will never disagree with something like that, right? You see it with kind of a reverse of this, where a player's medically cleared, but they're like, something's wrong and I'm not ready to play it. We saw it with Derrick Rose uh, in a, kind of in a big, magnified way when he was with the Chicago Bulls. So... That's, that's normally a problem. It's, this is kind of the reverse of it. He'd be like, I'm healthy. I feel great. Throw me out there. But they're not clearing him to play, probably for a reason. And Zion could, in theory, go to get an independent doctor, an independent panel, and kind of petition the league to let him play. Because if he's healthy, they've got to play him. The Pelicans had to play Anthony Davis because he wanted to play even though they wanted to sit him. You can file grievances over this with the players' union, with the league. It's a mess. There's probably not enough time for him to get an independent panel to review it and get him to like force the Pelicans to play him and override their doctors. Maybe there is. I don't know. But the fact that he wouldn't agree with their doctors in the first place, again, is a concerning thing, right? Because he wants to play. And if they're not letting him play when he thinks he's capable of it, there's still a rift there. And maybe that does make him question his long-term future in New Orleans. Again, it has nothing to do with the city. Maybe it even has nothing to do with the players on the team or the coach on the team. But it has to do with something else. That is a concern. Again, Zion thinks he can play, but do the Pelicans. What it seems like right now when I'm recording this is that, no, they don't think he can play. That might change. Maybe they just go, okay, whatever. You know, we got to keep this guy. We got to make him happy. Let's let him do it. That's a little bit risky. That's a little bit risky to do in the short term for his, you know, for his career, but also maybe in the long term best interest of your franchise. So we kind of get this a lot of words and a lot of saying things and kind of, in a sense, negotiating through the media and trying to put on pressure through the media. But we will get a resolution to this sooner than you probably think. And it's going to arrive this offseason. What do I mean by that? Let's talk about it coming up here next in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. 
Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast, Monday through Friday, covering the biggest stories. Whether it's the play-in tournament and getting in there, trust me, we're going to do a preview. We'll probably do a crossover with Locked On Spurs. It's going to be a lot of fun. If the Pelicans get into the playoffs, you'll get a crossover with, I would assume, Locked On Suns at that point in time. It's going to be a lot of fun covering this because it's an exciting time around New Orleans and around this Pelicans team. So please subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Leave a five-star review with a comment. Tell a friend about the show. Get them clued into this and keep supporting the Pelicans. And um, yeah, subscribe on YouTube as well. That's also a great place for everything here. Again, no one else is coming to you like this five days a week, free, no paywall or anything like that. Okay, so we've gone over the Zion stuff. It's Look, this is a good update overall. There's a lot of positive from it. The fact that he's healthy and the foot's just healing, I would have taken that and I would have been thrilled. There's a little bit of concern that he and the medical staff still don't see eye to eye. And what does that kind of create? But right now they're saying all the right things and let's take him at face value because you know what? Right? Why not? He came out and, and said it. Some of the stuff and the rumors about other things with Zion has definitely come from Lee Anderson. But maybe they're just feeling good about it now so they don't need to kind of go that route anymore. Maybe that put enough pressure on the team to try and go and get a guy like CJ McCollum. So maybe that worked for Lee Anderson and Zion's camp being Zion, Lee, Noah, his younger brother, and his mom. So, okay, now what, right? It's been a lot of words, but there's been no action behind it. There's been no action. Part of that inaction is Zion not saying it himself, right? He could clear a lot of this up by speaking and speak for himself. He's certainly capable of doing it. He wins like every press conference that he's in. But we're going to get resolution on this no matter what. You want action, you're going to get some action on this this offseason. Zion is eligible to sign an extension with the New Orleans Pelicans. He can, they're going to put a contract offer in front of him. Say they give him everything he wants, a full max deal, a player option, no injury provisions in there, and the Rose rule, which basically means he just gets a higher percentage of the salary cap by like 5%. So it's more money with Rose rule escalators. If he makes an all NBA team, wins MVP, things like that which he's capable of doing. He's a very, very good player. Got um, all NBA votes last season. Say they give him the perfect contract, the most money you get, the max deal. How do you feel if he doesn't take that? How do you feel if he doesn't take that? Now, it doesn't mean he's gone right then and there because he can still play out next season and they can offer him a contract again. But here's the thing. It'd be the exact same contract. The exact same contract. If they offer him that full max deal and everything, there is no difference between accepting it now and accepting it in a year, other than you're a little bit uncertain about this team and playing here. If they offer him, and it's again, if they offer him the full max, maybe they don't, and that changes his thinking. But if they offer him that full max deal and he doesn't take it, a lot of the things he's saying about... Zion not wanting to be elsewhere, Zion liking it here, rings very hollow. Because it's the most money he can get, it's the best deal. If he likes it here, why, why not take that? There's no, there's no reason not to accept it. If you like it here, if you don't, you need to think about it a little bit more, sure, put it off a year. 
But what does that say about how he's feeling here right now? How does he feel about this team, right? What comes into play with that decision? Is it the issues with the medical staff and David Griffin? Is it he just wants to be in a different market? Right? That's where this kind of gets like the rubber meets the road to use a cliche there. We're going to get a resolution to this. Now, if the Pelicans come in and try and play hardball and go, no, we're going to put in uh, a Joel Embiid type provision, those uh, contract kind of escalators in there that if you don't play a certain amount of games, play a certain amount of minutes because the injury history isn't great, you lose some money or it's not fully guaranteed or what have you. Or he, they, they don't offer him a player option and they go, no, 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 it's full team control. Okay, maybe he holds out, tries to just go gangbusters next year, makes an all-NBA team and is now like, give me everything I want. And in which case, I think the Pelicans would, would then absolutely do it. Absolutely do it. But what if he doesn't take it then? But you'll get your first indication of how much does he love New Orleans and like this team and want to be here this offseason. If he signs the extension, we celebrate. We probably should just throw a big party. You know, if, if he does that, we'll do something fun here on Locked on Pelicans. I'll dress up. I don't know. But we got to wait and see a little bit, right? I, I'm a little bit disappointed that Jordy Collada didn't ask him that question. You know, is Zion planning on signing, the, signing an extension here? If they offer him a full deal, where do you, you know, as his stepdad, where do you see it right now? He wasn't really pressed in that interview at times. You know, he wasn't asked about some of the negative things either. And they kind of glossed over that, which again, maybe is, is good here. Maybe that means things are just healthy and, and healed a little bit. But there's still reason to be a, a little bit concerned and kind of side-eye some things here, even despite the very positive comments and things like that from Lee Anderson. But let's take him at face value, right? A lot of that stuff he said is good and should be treated as such. But they're words until you put actions behind him. And those actions will get to kind of come down to the contract and whether he accepts it or not. And if he does, you're right. He's right all along. If he doesn't, it's a little bit different, right? And it probably kind of gives us a new perspective on some of the things that have been said. So let me know in the YouTube comments below. Do you think he's going to sign the extension or not? How much of this do you believe from Lee Anderson, how much is this is spin to try and just put pressure on the Pelicans organization to let Zion play? Let me know what you think. This is going to be an interesting one as we head into it. Yeah, it's a game day. We forgot about that too. Pelicans taking on the Portland Trailblazers. Should be a win. Um, should be a win. They're, they're reeling right now. Anyway, enjoy the game tonight. That's going to do it for this episode of Locked on Pelicans. Thank you all very much for listening. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, and I'll be back with you all tomorrow to recap the game.